According to Hal Varian, Chief Economist Google, the ability to take data, to be able to understand it, to process it, to extract value from it, to visualize it, to communicate it, is going to be a hugely important skill in the next decade. At NOI Polls, we offer the combination of forward-thinking research and relevant data for the private, public and the third sector across Nigeria and West Africa. We provide timely and relevant information on public opinions across sectors. Our values and principles are wrapped around professionalism, excellence, teamwork, integrity and commitment. Call 092904162 or email inquiries at noi-polls.com. Also visit us at number 4 Depp Street, Meitama, Abuja. Remember, without data, you're just another person with an opinion. NOI Polls. Data. Analytics. Data Bank. Strategy. It's gross blunder to theorize before one has data. At Data Chart, we analyze our politicians are indulgent when it comes to dealing with crime. We interrogate. You need to increase the strength of the police. But right now, there are about 370,000 according to them. And uh, how do they cover Nigeria? We interpret. And the Trafficking in Persons Law has said that you cannot use any child that is below 12 in any home as a domestic help. We help decision makers and you understand the numbers. 78% of citizens agree or strongly agree that the news media should constantly investigate and report on government mistakes. Join the Data Charts conversation every Wednesday at 2.30 p.m. on WFM 106.3 Abuja as we interrogate polls and survey findings. Data Charts, powered by NOI Polls Limited. All right, good afternoon. It is another lovely Wednesday afternoon in the beautiful city of Abuja. It's been a rainy day here and the rain makes all things beautiful. We hope today's conversation will be a beautiful one. It's Data Chat on WeFM 106.3. Data chat focuses on analyzing, interpreting, and interrogating polls and survey findings, majorly from NOI polls or our national partners. On today's edition of Data Chat, we will be looking at an issue that has affected thousands of Nigerians, the issue of kidnapping. Uh, thousands of Nigerians have been kidnapped over the years. The issue of kidnapping has become widely spread that almost... Uh, People in all geopolitical zones have been affected by this issue. To this end, on today's conversation, we will be looking at findings from a poll conducted by a survey conducted by our national partners, Afrobarometer, on the rate of kidnapping in the country, with focus on the challenges against the fight against kidnapping and also pragmatic solutions. I am Abba David. Please stay with us. Welcome back. It's still data chat on WFM 106.3 Abuja, powered by NOI Polls. On today's edition of Data Chat, we will be looking at kidnapping and how it affects us as a country. A kidnapping has become a trend in the country. Those involved in the crime now see it as a means of generating income 
and it has become an issue. Just recently, I saw on social media uh, an intending couple who are set to get married this weekend were abducted in Ekiti State and their abductors are demanding for 5 million naira before they are released. School children have also been in one of the major targets of kidnapping across the country since the infamous kidnapping of 276 girls from uh, Government Girls Secondary School in Chibok, Borono State by the terrorist Boko Haram terrorist group. It is difficult to pinpoint exactly how many people have been affected by this issue. According to a report by SBM Intelligence, an average of 13 people were kidnapped daily within the first six months of 2021. This brings it to a total of 2,371 people kidnapped just within the first six months of 2021. The numbers run in thousands. Against this backdrop, we will be looking at a survey conducted by our national partners, Afrobarometer, on the level of kidnapping and how concerned Nigerians are about the rate of kidnapping in the country. To dissect the findings of these polls and possibly profile solutions, on today's edition of Data Chat, our guest is Chigozerem Odinakalu. Oh, yeah, she is Assistant Programs Manager with Clean Foundation. It's good to have you here. Thank you. Good afternoon, um, everyone. Pleased to be here. All right, welcome. Also presenting the poll findings, uh, Debe Wangzi, a research fellow with NY Polls, will be presenting findings from the Afrobarometer kidnap poll after this short break. Please stay with us. Variant, Chief Economist Google, the ability to take data, to be able to understand it, to process it, to extract value from it, to visualize it, to communicate it, is going to be a hugely important skill in the next decade. At NOI Polls, we offer the combination of forward-thinking research and relevant data for the private, public and the third sector across Nigeria and West Africa. We provide timely and relevant information on public opinions across sectors. Our values and principles are wrapped around professionalism, excellence, teamwork, integrity, and commitment. Call 0929041162 or email inquiries at noi-polls.com. Also visit us at number 4 Depp Street, Meitama, Abuja. Remember, without data, you're just another person with an opinion. NOI polls, data, analytics, data bank, strategy. All right, welcome back. It's still data chat on WFM 106.3 Abuja, and we are looking at kidnapping with focus on challenges and pragmatic solutions. Uh, a survey conducted by NOI polls in 2017 had revealed that 75% of Nigerians affirm that kidnapping is prevalent in the country. Uh, also, recent findings from the Afrobarometer survey also reveals that a lot of Nigerians, almost 9 in 10 Nigerians, are concerned about the rate of kidnapping in the country. But let Debbie handle the poll presentation and give us more details and uh, analytics into the findings. Okay, <clears throat> thank you, Ava. So, um, 
NY Pulse is a national partner um, for Afrobarometer. Afrobarometer is a pan African non partisan survey research network that provides reliable data on African experiences. So, as part of that survey, we had asked how concerned are you about the problem of kidnappings and attempted kidnappings in your state? To which 85% of Nigerians, this is of varying degrees now, but cumulatively, 85% of Nigerians expressed some concern or um, large concern about the problem of kidnappings and attempted kidnappings in their respective states. And uh, looking at a geopolitical analysis, we found out, we found that the Northwest region actually um, had the highest proportion of residents who expressed the highest level of concerns about the problem of kidnappings and attempted kidnappings in their state. Also, as part of that survey, we had also asked um, in your opinion, what are the most important problems facing this country that government should address? And the um, top four problems cited were infrastructure or roads, electricity, crime and security, and then unemployment. Abba had also referenced a poll conducted a few years ago by NOI polls on security. One of uh, the questions that came out from that poll had asked, in your opinion, how prevalent is the issue of kidnapping in Nigeria? To which 75% of Nigerians um, acknowledge that the problem of kidnapping is prevalent in Nigeria. Also, we had asked, when last did you hear about a kidnap in your locality? To which 69% of Nigerians said that they had heard about a kidnap within the last one year, less than 12 months within their locality. Um, we are also asking your opinion, what is the major cause of kidnapping in Nigeria? Unemployment topped that list with 34% of Nigerians citing unemployment as the major cause of kidnapping in Nigeria. And that was followed by 27% who cited poverty. If you put those two proportions together, you have 61% of Nigerians, the majority of Nigerians citing unemployment and poverty as the major causes of kidnapping in Nigeria. Other reasons cited were greed or quest for quick money, poor economic situation, poor security, and others. So those are just findings from um, the previous polls that are relevant. All right, thank you. That has been Debbie Wanze, a research fellow with NOI Polls. All right, back to our discussion. The issue of kidnapping, it has become prevalent. According to numbers, the numbers we are having here are showing that a lot of Nigerians are concerned about this issue. This issue which became prominent in Nigeria in the Niger Delta region around 2006, where they were protesting marginalization and inequalities in that region, has spread to most parts of the country. So looking at the numbers, 85% of Nigerians, that's almost 9 in 10 Nigerians, are either very concerned or concerned about the rate of kidnapping in the country. What do you make of these numbers? Yeah, so good afternoon, listeners and uh, colleagues uh, in the studio. Um, so, kidnapping, kidnapping, kidnapping. Um, kidnapping, for me, is actually a reaction to a social problem. Um, fundamentally, um, it's been in existence um, right from time, uh, though in some parts of the country. Um, however, uh, the COVID-19 pandemic, um, you know, brought about so many challenges, so many security challenges. 
In fact, there were predictions of most of the things that are happening in the country presently. Uh, most of them were predicted by organizations like CLEAN and some of our strategic partners. Uh, okay, because COVID brought unprecedented uh, level of uh, poverty and uh, hopelessness in the country that we haven't witnessed for a long time. In fact, as some of us were even asking um, 80 something year old people whether they, they experienced that throughout their lifetime. And the answer was no. And so the suffering associated with COVID, the hopelessness it brought, um, you know, now led to another problem entirely. Poverty has been a problem, a challenge in Nigeria, you know, within, um, you know, the, the six geopolitical zones affecting several persons. However, COVID brought about another problem. And then there's a, there's a close relation between poverty and crime, okay? Uh, and that was actually what the prediction was all about, that the poverty brought about, the suffering brought about by COVID would likely lead to increased um, challenge, security challenges in the country. And frankly, some of us, including myself, made, that, uh, made those predictions, after you know after observing the hopelessness in the country and the challenges uh, nigerians were facing with regards to solving basic problems all right uh, if you look at uh, uh, we we brought back findings from a poll that was conducted in 2017 that was way before the covid 19 outbreak mm -hmm. nigerians had cited high rate of unemployment and poverty as the two main causes of uh, the prevalence of kidnapping in nigeria what has changed over the past few years because the numbers are increasing it's 2021 and we are still facing same. this same issue okay. uh, before now there was no covid outbreak so it wasn't this bad before now it was just prominent in some parts of the country but right now it's widely spread across all six geopolitical zones and if you look at findings from the poll it's more widely spread across the northern region the northwest at 96 percent we have nigerians in the northwest 96%, Northeast 89%, and North Central 87%, attesting to the fact that uh, the rate of kidnapping in Nigeria has become, they are very concerned about the rate of kidnapping in the country compared to what it was before in the past. So what do you make of these numbers and why do we have these peculiarities? Why is it more prominent in the Northern region than the Southern region now compared to what we had before? And so, um, looking at the findings, one, I'm not surprised with the with the findings in terms of uh, the uh, percent the percentage across the regions, you know, because, um, like I said earlier, poverty and uh, is a social problem, and so until you ident you identify and address those fundamental problems, it's you know, crime and criminality, including kidnapping, is imminent. And that is the stage, we, and that is where we are. However, looking at the numbers here across the six geopolitical zones, it calls for concern. Um, concern because if you look at even the, the priorities in terms of what Nigerians want, uh, this government or wants uh, relevant stakeholders to prioritize, you see that they didn't... Security is number one for me. 
safety and security because if there is no safety or security, there won't be anything like development. And so kidnapping for me remains a challenge. And it's a challenge because those key issues that gave rise to crime and criminality in this society have not been addressed. And efforts in terms of real-time actions that Nigerians want to see happen, we are not really seeing it. And so it's more like uh, the uneven distribution of wealth is still on the increase. You know, big men are still going up the ladder in terms of be, becoming more rich. The poor are getting poorer. Yeah. And if you go to even the criminal justice, if you go to prisons, for example, the correctional uh, facilities, you see more of poor persons. So most of the big men, they have their ways in terms of uh, how, they, how they come out from there. And so kidnapping is just one out of numerous. As far as crime, crime, crime and criminality is concerned in Nigeria, it's generally on the increase across the six geopolitical zones. What gave rise to it uh, is just the fact that certain priorities that, that uh, the government and those in power are supposed to address, they haven't seen the, those things as priorities. And for us, what Nigerians want, for me, some of the, so, some of the things we call as priorities are not priorities to those that are out there and so kidnapping kidnapping fine even if you go to the villages for example you know traveling december or traveling for any festivity the usual way people go home you can't go home and you're safe your somebody neighbor some just you know people are just trying to do something and since kidnapping became a very lucrative okay you know and so that is what has led to you see bandits Today, you call it this name, you call it that name, all of them are terrorists, as far as I'm concerned. And so, terrorizing the country, and then, you know, they, 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 when you are abducted, for example, or kidnapped, the kind of money that they call here and there, I, I, don't, I don't know, you know. So, you see, and then you, you even interrogation into the whole mess, you see that there are conflicts, uh, there are those that benefit from the whole mess. And so, uh, it, 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 to me, it looks more like human trafficking chain or a chain of you know, virtual circle of um, chain of criminality. All okay? right. Uh, or network of uh, criminals doing stuff that I don't want to go in. All right. Let's bring this back home. Schools are schools after mm. resuming, both lower and higher institutions. Schools are seen as generally seen as soft target by kidnappers, mm. especially and over the past few months. Kidnapping has become more prevalent, especially in zones in some parts of the country where the rate of out-of-school children is very high and on the increase. What is the implication of this? What is the implication of having a, a region where we already have a low level of education? What is the implication of having such region also ravaged by this high rate of kidnapping? You know, um since the Chibok um, issue happened, efforts in terms of real-time efforts was paid by paid on it in terms of response by civil society groups more and uh, media professionals. Okay, uh, most of people that led that process are still seen as quote unquote, you know, uh, those that are. Uh, among 
uh, you know those that are really disturbing the peace of the nation if i may put it like that the so, the, 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 the 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 safe school initiative mm-hmm. implemented by the former administration of uh, president goodluck ebele jonathan how impactful has it been and what are organizations like yours clean foundation mm-hmm. doing about this high rate of kidnapping especially as regards schools and school children so for us, what we do basically, um, usually under during um, um, 16 days of activism, um, usually to taking the message home. So we we'll go to schools to educate, um, to sensitize the children, targeting different levels. So primary, secondary, more of uh, on safety and security, on gender-based and sexual violence and other social vices because uh, you you talk about kidnapping but there are there are other issues too that affect uh, the safety and security of young persons and so usually we take those messages home but with regards to safety and security um, for us we've been like at, at the forefront of it sensitizing even teachers and presently what we are now advocating is for um, consideration for a school-based program okay safety and security program and so when you have more like a whole department or a whole course on security you can call it security or safety and security and so you have models you have teachers trained teachers teaching that and so train to, the essence is just grab them young and sensitize educate these children from from the scratch so that they will know when they look at when they see strangers they are not supposed to talk basic tips in terms of safety and security that we also help to protect them it is so bad that you don't know who is who you know and then even in some schools they have put major like my daughter's school you can't just go there even as a parent during school hours you only go drop and then you go and pick all right uh, thank you so much for those insightful mm. contribution we also want our listeners to join in on the conversation to be a part of this conversation the numbers to call are 081 76 87 2132 you can also call 081-7687-2134. You can also send us a WhatsApp message on 090-5353-5305. All right, uh, back to the conversation. What actions do you think both state and non-state actors can take to reduce the level of kidnapping in the country, to bring the numbers to the barest minimum? So for me, um, and for us in clean, um, you know, intelligence gathering uh, remains a challenge in this part of the world. Um, for real-time hardened criminals and kidnappers like Evans and Huadume, uh, you know, it is a bi- it was a business, or it, yeah, for them. Uh, it took them a while. You know, if you look at the kind of properties, the kind of uh, materialism acquired by them through kidnapping, you begin to wonder where where our security operatives throughout this period and why did it take this long for them to be um, um, caught in the whole mess and so for for for, for us um there is need for us for the security operatives to um to take serious intelligence gathering and not just gathering it uh, with I, with support of itc now you can gather information you analyze you utilize the findings and then if the personnel manning that unit should there should be continuous training and retraining of those personnel because with increased security challenges in the country we need to rethink our operation our 
your security and also operation. So it's, it's not supposed to be the same thing. And so it's like when you're dancing and the dancing, the, the music changes, there is need for you to change your strategy. So rethinking their strategy of operation is key for us. And then number two, uh, improve security at, uh, at entry points. And so we have several border bordering um, um, countries uh, to Nigeria. And so most of them have gone through all manner of conflicts. And then you see migration and illegal activities, transnational organized crime, you know, people moving from Cameroon to Nigeria and other countries, you know, that are neighboring Nigeria. Most of these countries, like I said, that have undergone um, wars, violent conflicts and what have you. And so there's need for our borders, efforts should be made within our borders. So those that are in charge should also step up their game in terms of screening, in terms of ensuring that there is security, real-time security within the borders. And then for the school, in response to the school, I would suggest establishment of a school program, like I said earlier, um, both for private school owners and government school owners. So for private school owners, there is need for um, the, them to put in place structures uh, that will help these children to learn safety and security. And not just learning, learning to an extent that the children will be able, when they see those evil people, they'll be able to know them, they know the right thing to do at all times. Okay, and then even sharing lessons learned in terms of safety and security to their counterparts. And then poverty reduction is key. I tell parents these days, go for the number of children you can cater for. And you understand, there's no need bringing forth kids you can't necessarily take care of. If it's two, go for two. If it's three, go for three. Uh, why we wait for government to perform signs and wonders and miracles? You know, there is need for us to also talk to ourselves. So it's not a case of you having 30 children, whereas financially, you can't necessarily take care of those children. Okay, uh, and so government also should put in place structures that will contribute in redu uh, poverty reduction. Uh, part of what led to NSAS uh, was also um, challenges with our governance. And so there's need for young persons should, to be brought in, brought in across board, brought in in decision-making processes. Yes, brought in, 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 in you know, to, to brainstorm and suggest new ways of doing things. Okay, in response to the numerous challenges plaguing Nigeria, young persons have most of them are capable. Um, they just bring them to the table, not not they, not you sitting down and deciding for them. They should be part of the conversation. They should contribute meaningfully in what they want in Nigeria. They want to see happen. What happened to our forefathers? What happened to our fathers? What 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 we have passed through shouldn't be the case of our children. Okay, so um, the young Nigerians from 18 to 35 should be part and parcel of all government, uh, all government decisions at all levels. And then finally for me will be um, death sentence for kidnappers. Yes, okay, um, I'm wondering what is still happening to, uh, to the likes of uh, Wadume and uh, uh, Eva, Evans, Evans, yes. So by the time you have you put very strong uh, policies that will take care of, of this kind of violations, okay? Uh, you will send a strong message that it's not business as usual. You can't just kidnap somebody or you're a renowned criminal and you're seen, you know, 
dancing around the, 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 the country in the name of criminal justice because of our, you know, so it, it doesn't make sense to us. And so kidnappers should be, you know, once you have gotten to that level of events and you are just a known kidnapper, that sentence should be your case for me. All right. Uh, thank thank you. you very much for those insightful contributions. That has been the voice of Chigozerem Odinakalu. She is Assistant Project Manager, Clean Foundation. Uh, we've been looking at uh, the issue of kidnapping in the country. And uh, on behalf of the entire staff and management of NOI Post, I want to say thank you to our guests and to our dear listeners at home. Uh, I am Abba David, signing out. Do have a great day.